I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Eureka, the show that gets under the skin of science. Now, normally, we invite an expert in every week to help us answer one of science's most interesting questions. But we've broken with the format and we've been doing a World Cup of Science. You will have heard the round of 16 that was reasonably contentious. And we do have our quarter-finalists. Our quarter-finalists are... It's, it's a hell of a lineup. Isaac Newton against Henrietta Leavitt. Marie Curie against Albert Einstein. Lynn Margulis against Archimedes. Charles Darwin against Vera Rubin. Tasty. Very, very tasty. <laughs> I'm starting. It's impossible not to like with with any of these kind of tournaments. You start you to try and figure out. Sorry, you do. I'm Rick Edwards. Yeah, I mean, I would no, no, no. Uh, okay. Do you do you want to say your name? I'm Dr. Michael Brooks. Well, fine. I'm Rick Edwards. Yeah, fine. There we go. Um, I'm just excited to get into it. <laughs> no, I could tell <laughs> already. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm excited too. But you know, there's there's breaking with the format, and then there's breaking with the format. You know. Yes. Yeah, sorry. 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 And it is. Uh, it's in your contract, isn't it? You have to say Doctor Michael Brooks at least once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've started to. Um, what I was pouring back over the round of sixteen, and I think the right people went through. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm. I'm sort of surprised, but pleased that Hawking's out. Yes, and it did feel right, but it felt a bit taboo. It was like, really, Stephen mm. Hawking? Mm. Like, you know, the world's because at this current generation, this is who we know of as like the genius that lived amongst us, sort of thing. Yeah, there's there's no more famous recently alive scientist than Hawking. No. It's not even close, I don't think. No, I agree. Who's, who's the next most famous? Well, I mean, if you ask people now who's the most famous scientist... They might say Brian Cox, know, which is absolutely which is criminal. heart-wrenching, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? What would be a good answer to that? Um, <laughs> well, not Richard Dawkins. <laughs> not not the current Richard Dawkins, anyway. That's, and that, in a way, that is the shame of Richard Dawkins. And he, he got knocked out very unluckily, you could argue, by the by the coin toss. Yeah. But the fact that on on the the basis of his scientific work, he should be held up in it's very sort of high like regard. He's undermined in the himself. By, I think he it? has. It's like an own goal. I think he has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he uh, he he's someone who sort of. I guess pops into into your head, but then everyone else, I think, I can't think of like, anyone that people no, would come up with. No, because you sort of go, well, what about 
don't know, like Feynman or someone, but I don't think people know who Feynman is. Well, it wasn't in, even I mean, it's in interesting the, that that's the first time the... we've mentioned Feynman. Yeah, yeah. We, I, it feels like a, feels <laughs> like a bit of an error. <laughs> uh, oh. so, sorry about that, Feynman. Uh, he's, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's making a decent shout. Yeah. I think people will probably have heard of Feynman. Yeah. But you, you can reach it. I mean, it's nowhere near Hawking. No, nowhere near. I, I, <laughs> No. I mean, in terms of public... Acknowledgement, yes, but he was a much better scientist than Hawking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, therefore, yeah. he probably should have been in our should, last should 16. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, you know, th- th- these things happen, don't they? Upsets mm. happen. Some people don't get to the World Cup and they should do. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just the way it goes. But so, uh, literally, now, now. No, one, no one comes to mind when you think about who's a famous scientist. People might say David Attenborough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's mental, isn't it? Scientists who are on TV just can't be the thing. It has to be people who are doing work that is yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, but and Hawking the... sort of combined both, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, you know, with the best one in the world, it's a sort of iconic look. Yeah. It's Probably not, oh, definitely. How, not how he would have characterised it, but it is. Yeah. I think he knew that it and, was and you know, adding to his voice. His like everything about, you know, so the whole package is sort of very memorable. Yeah. Um, and he's had a massive film made about him and no one else is really... Yeah. Uh... Neil deGrasse Tyson, would he count? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But I don't know if... Still feels quite niche. Yeah. He's not mainstream like Hawking was. No, no. There's um, nobody, is there? I mean, literally no. nobody. No. Somebody's going to say Michio Kaku on yeah, Twitter. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I think... That, well, that's why I mentioned him in the, in, the, in the previous episode, actually. Yeah. Because he is at least known. Like he he's isn't. written enough. Oh, what about? Um, it's a great answer, particularly, but Carlo Rovelli. Yeah, probably. In fact, he's probably the closest thing to Hawking now. Yeah, writing sort of popular science yeah. books, but yeah. that are you know hard. So I know you don't particularly like the stuff, but well, no, I I like what he does. I'm not a fan of his actual science. The stuff that that he mm. works on, I don't think is the answer to to quantum gravity. Um, but, you know, who am I? I mean, Ravelli's not going to give a shit about me not liking his work, um, quite rightly, too. But he writes really good books, and yeah. and, and he's a great communicator. Yeah. And he is at the, you know, he is at the top table of, of physicists. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to give him credit for that. So he's sort of, in some ways, you know, the, the guy who's going to kind of move into that space in some ways, I would say. Yeah, yeah he's sort of positioned nicely. People's favourite physicist. Someone that might get a mention, which is criminal, is um, uh, the the Sapiens guy whose name I can never quite remember. Oh, Yuri Yuva uh, Noval Nova, Harari. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Harari. Yeah, that's Harari. It. Yeah, uh, because I guess he's writing sort of big sciencey books. Yeah. that are very popular. I'll tell you who else who should be more well known who isn't Anil Seth. Neuroscientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he maybe actually sort of breaks through a, a bit. Like, I feel like he does have a bit. You see him on TV occasionally, writes popular science books that do pretty well. Yeah. He's probably, I think he's on the rise. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's a good thing. George Church? Yeah. Um, I, think I mean, I don't think anyone's actually... Nobody's out, heard of him. Nobody's heard of him, but he's quite a sort of big player, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. But we're struggling, aren't we, really? And where are the women? Yeah. Right? Yeah, like you know, the, yeah, you know, we should be talking about you know who 
who should we be talking about? I don't know. No. There's, you know, there's lots of female physicists who are good at what they do. Sabine Hossenfelder is, Sabine's is good. a good shout. Um, yeah. I don't think she'd be seen as a top tier physicist. I think, which I think is unfair, by the way, actually, because I think she she does really interesting, provocative work. Yeah, that that's the thing that maybe um, sort of stands her in good stead in this conversation is that she is provocative and yeah. she's quite sort of she's happy to come out swinging and say stuff that yeah. her colleagues aren't going to like. Yeah, like which I always enjoy. Full of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, she's cut from the same cloth as you. If yeah. <laughs> We do get on quite well. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. So there you go. We, it, it's a, a strange situation in, in in a way in that there is not a massively famous working scientist today at the same level as as Stephen Hawking was, and not even close. No, no one is even close. Um, and our our last eight here, most of them are very very much in the past yes yeah so i'm looking through there they're all dead all dead the way yeah. i like my scientists <laughs> <laughs> and and some of them are very Quite a few dead. of them long dead yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if anyone thinks that elon musk is a scientist <laughs> suddenly you know what i mean though i, I sort yeah, of wonder yeah yeah i wonder yeah uh, oh, he's, 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 he's not by the way it's a worry. Um, but actually, is there is there someone like a Demis Habibis, but Ooh. no one would have no no one yeah. would really know who he is. But ran does he still run Deep Mind? I think he stepped away from Deep Mind. I think he might have stepped away as well. But he he basically he's the absolute don of AI or one of yeah. And then you get Craig Venter who did so much in genetics, you know. And I think people might have heard of him actually. Do you think? Maybe oh, just know. well when when everyone was very excited about the human genome project. Yeah, I think probably. Yeah, but I think he's gone from public consciousness yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Should we get to it? Yes, I think we should. There's no point pouring over the people that we should have put in that we didn't. <laughs> uh, so sorry, Richard Feynman. So uh, actually, first... I'm not. He was a bit of a git, really. Yeah, you've met him, haven't you? No, I Feynman, thought you had. No, 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 I didn't. No, who was I thinking of? Oh, I was thinking of Penrose. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, mathematician. I'm yeah, ma- 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 yeah, we're okay with I did Penrose, think about Penrose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, first quarter final. Isaac Newton against Henrietta Leavitt. So, shall I argue for Henrietta Leavitt? Yes. Somewhat despondently. Best of luck. <laughs> yeah. So, Henrietta Leavitt, um, let's assume that you heard the, the previous episode, but I'm going to just say she made the discovery that the, these variable Cepheid stars were basically a guide to how far away certain things were in the universe. And she gave us a sense of the magnitude of the universe for the first time. When people thought the universe was actually pretty small and pretty static, she showed us that it was big, and then people used her discoveries to show that things were moving away and therefore must once have been much closer together in you know what came to be called the Big Bang. So she laid the groundwork for the whole of 20th century cosmology. She got no plaudits, no recognition, literally just got written out of history. Yeah. Loads of white men took her mm-hmm. um, work and published it basically under their own names. And uh, so she's definitely, you know, should be celebrated much more than she is. Uh, George Johnson, the science writer, wrote a great book about her, uh, which was called, I can't remember what it was called, but, you know. Honestly, Take it or leave it? 
<laughs> Missed a trick if it wasn't. <laughs> I read it. I mean, it's not a huge book. It's it's quite a slim thing. I remember reading it on a plane journey, and um, it's really nice. It just just really lays out what she achieved. Um, and that's. But you know, I have to say, given the context of you know her working in Harvard as a woman, um, quite a low paid, low ranking woman. She didn't really get to do anything else with her you know, mm. scientific life. So that's kind of all I've got. What have you got? Well, I've got Isaac Newton. <laughs> uh, and uh, Isaac Newton was arguably the greatest mathematician of his era. He came up with calculus. Yeah. We had the argument before about whether he came up with it uh I mean, it kind of doesn't matter. That it does. Leibniz, he, he, also Leibniz came, up, came with up with it, but he, he did. Come, I mean, yeah. as it happens, Newton came up with it first. Yeah. Um, he obviously came up with the laws of motion that yeah. we all learn about in GCSE physics. Yeah. Uh, he did loads of work in optics. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, which whole, we didn't mention last which time. Which we didn't, didn't even need to. Didn't need no. to. Um, although you could probably make the argument that old uh, Ibn Al Haytham. Had done a lot of that optics well, stuff. But, yeah, but not with the complexity I no, think, that, no, that Newton no. brought to it. But also, New- I mean, Newton did experiments on himself, like yes. poking a needle into his eye to see what happened to his vision. Yeah, which is, you know, good luck to him. I think he was slight. I think he sounds like he's a bit of a twat. Newton. Oh, he was definitely like a, like a bit a, of a like, twat. Yeah. And he did something slightly against Newton, is he sort of stopped working. He went off to sort of work for the government. <laughs> Weirdly, like yeah, he yeah, didn't, he didn't yeah, carry on being did. being a kind I think of scientist. He'd sort of done a lot of, I mean, good he, had, stuff. he had done a lot of stuff. Like you couldn't. He, I don't think he's change. looking back on his career and thinking, "I oh, wish I'd done, wish I'd made some more breakthroughs <laughs> in, in science and maths." Uh, you know, he's he's, he's he went and up worked with, with the Royal Mint, yeah, and and like stopped fraud. Basically, people were were making fake coins. And he actually did some metallurgy work and worked out and told the Royal Mint what they should be doing to stop them being faked and to do better sort of, you know, better metallurgy. And and some of the things they, they like rejected at the time because they, because he was Newton and people yeah. didn't like him. And then about 50 years after he died, they said, actually, that was quite a good idea. Let's yeah. do that. So another one of Newton's ideas was quite good. So even after English. he died, he was still like, innovating. Yeah. I mean, he's got a whole branch of mechanics named after him. Yeah. Um, it's one of the... so. <laughs> There is a ch- there is a reasonable chance that someone on the street would be able to quote one of his physical laws. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah, like the opposite and opposite reaction. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how Equal many and opposite? Yeah, yeah. No, so I'm, obviously I'm you're not of, that person yeah, yeah. on the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the and and how many other people is that true of? Einstein, maybe. Literally, it's, yeah, yeah. It's not, but, I mean, it's a really tough thing, but I think Newton is strolling through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And leave yeah, it's yeah, done yeah. very well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she has. She has, but I think I think Newton's got got to go through and you yeah. can't you can't come up with the yeah, a law of gravitation <laughs> and, uh, and and get knocked and out get, and then get knocked out, I don't think. No, I um, think you're right. He's um yeah, he does some really good work. Well done, so, Isaac. Well done, Isaac. You're through to the semi-finals. Even though you're a prick. And yeah, and <laughs> who will you be playing? In your semi-final, it is one of Marie Curie or Albert Einstein. Oh, God. Once again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. This should this should be the final, probably. Do you think so? Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, I, I, it should I be would... a semi for sure. Mm, but, 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 it's a, but it's a quarter. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the way the draw goes, isn't it? Yeah, so, it can yeah. happen. It can happen. Uh, do you want to do... Do you want to do... 
Einstein, all right. the most famous scientist of all time. Which I'm not counting at all, right? No, fair enough. Which, you know, fame is not the, not the criteria here. You've got to think about why he's so famous. He's though. so famous because he's Is single- it just the hair? <laughs> the hair helps it does help and the photos helped and his public image you know, he, uh-huh. he worked quite hard on that I think um, but like talking about his physics first right he at a time when everyone was saying oh physics is kind of done now we we know everything there is to know we're just filling in the gaps we're crossing the crossing the T's dotting the I's I's um, how is it? Albert Einstein comes along and he says well there's a couple of anomalies here in the way that I think it's the way that electrons interact with materials or something the experiments say there's something not quite sure about what's going on when things interact at high speeds um and and other people were on the case right looking at this and saying but but he basically then came up with relativity and started from the premise that that nothing moves faster than the speed of light so how do you how do you account for or how do you make sure that that the laws of physics look the same for everyone they don't change on depending on how you're moving through the universe and and all this kind of stuff and basically put together um special relativity it gave us e equals mc squared sort of which he claims as his actually i'm sort of undermining my own argument here slightly yeah okay i'm, I'm intrigued by this actually i mean for a start so E is the energy of something yeah. uh, equals the mass M yeah. times the speed of light squared. So this, yeah. is the, this is the equation where you can convert mass into energy and you can convert energy into mass. Yeah. So when we were talking about Hawking radiation in the last episode, you know that energy that creates those virtual particles, they, they, they will have a mass that depends on the amount of energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So Einstein sort of made several attempts over about think, four decades to do the math that showed that E really does equal MC squared. And in every published, I think he published it eight times on it, fudged it in every single one of them. (laughs) Yeah, okay. uh, uh, He wasn't the greatest mathematician, if I'm honest. And um, and he's even put a foot. He's an ideas man. (laughs) He's an ideas man, definitely. He's the one you want at the whiteboard. Uh uh Right. Uh, there was one of the publications where he was proving E equals MC squared and he put a little footnote in saying, of course, this isn't rigorous, but let's carry on. <laughs> I think I might have written that in one of my university math exams, actually. <laughs> Obviously, uh, that's not right. I mean, he had uh, a few. And, and then like other people did prove it and did the maths right and ma- mm, didn't make mm, the wrong assumptions. Mm, like He made mm, an assumption. Mm. He, used an, he used an equation that was only applied to things moving slowly and used it for things moving at the speed of light and it's like fudged things like this. Other people did it right and then said, you know, I've proved he was MC squared. And he wrote them letters saying, uh, that's mine. And basically said, I think you need to acknowledge that I did this first. So he was a bit of a, you know, bell end, can we say? Yeah. In terms of science. Nice person to other people. So he knew that he wasn't very good at maths. Asked his friends to help him out with the, with the uh, maths. Like, uh-huh. And Michele Besso helped him out. He also had um, great admiration for a woman called Emmy Noether, who was an amazing mathematician working at the time when you couldn't even get a job. She was in Germany. You couldn't get a job at university as a mathematician. So she worked for free for David Hilbert and, and kind of did um, really, really strong maths. Hilbert of Hilbert spaces. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Associated with um, the stuff that, that was in general relativity that Einstein didn't understand. And he wrote letters to some of his friends saying, can you get Miss Nurta to come and explain this to me? 
that's quite cool. So, so she was good. I mean, mm. yeah, but she was a mathematician, so she doesn't get to be in this competition. But Emmy Nerta, she was amazing. Look her up. Uh, so Einstein had his weak points, but he kind of knew what they were. And um, but in terms of science, special relativity, general relativity. So he's put together the whole scheme of how uh, space and time work, mm. how matter and light move through space and time. He makes predictions like, oh, yeah, there'll be gravitational waves. And then a century later, we work out how to see them. Yeah. I mean, he's he's absolutely bossing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there something in the kind of negative column with Einstein that he couldn't quite get his head around quantum? Yeah, no, I would say not. So he said, this doesn't quite make sense. And I don't think that's good enough. And there's something missing. And I think we still think that. It doesn't make sense. So a lot of people said, yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's great. Isn't it wacky? Your cat's dead and alive at the same time. Mm. And other people, like Sabine Hossenfeld as one, saying, mm. no, actually, this isn't good enough and we need to do better. And she's coming up with other other ways of approaching it. Various other people are. Einstein got a bit pissed off with the whole thing and just went off and tried to work on something else. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I think, in a sense, he was, again, ahead of his time in that he knew it wasn't working. He didn't like the idea of quantum entanglement mm. and and how that works. And actually, you know, that's a still still sort of in some ways, you know, a valid point of view in that like we don't understand something we about space and it. time. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, so he didn't like that, and you know, and and work on that has just won a Nobel Prize now. But there's still sort of questions over right. Okay, so we can do it in experiments, but what does it mean, and how do mm. we interpret it? Is still mm. going on. Mm. So mm. I think that's not a negative. I think he asked the right questions. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a big ask to take on Einstein. It is. Yeah. But if if anyone is going to, I think it is Marie Curie. I think you're right. Because and and bear in mind that in the in the round of sixteen, I didn't say anything about. Mary Curie. I just said she's the only person who's ever won uh, two Nobel prizes in different sciences. Yeah, which is, well, you know, the fact is unprecedented. Never been done since. Like it's, it's uh, that that is a, a measure of just what a phenomenal scientist she was. Yeah, and I think what's really important here is is the context of being a woman working in science and constantly being marginalized really so she worked with her yeah, with yeah. her with her husband and when they 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 first they're working on radiation and when the nobel prize was first being a, a, awarded for that work in in 1903 they originally like the 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 french academics sort of proposing them said well obviously it will just be it'll just be your husband and uh, and and Becquerel. <laughs> um and and then and then I bet and, they didn't say that to her yeah no but i mean i guess that the letter just came through and she was like oh right but what i definitely uh, <laughs> uh and and pierre to be fair said well no she's got a she's 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 yeah, a massive yeah, part of this yeah uh, so she did get it um and then she got so she's constantly fighting against the the sort of patriarchal yeah setup yeah. of science gets her first nobel prize then she discovers uh polonium and radium to radio very radioactive elements and that's what she gets her second nobel prize for um and she's sort of she's had quite a tragic life she was persecuted she was absolutely 
destroyed in 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 the press because uh, Pierre had a horrible accident. Like, yeah, he was died. run over, Pierre, by, in, run over by, by a horse or something. Yeah, I had the Ladybird yeah. book, Marie Curie, and that was like the last page I think in that. It was like, oh yeah, and then and then Pierre's and then Pierre. I was yeah. quite traumatised by yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I imagine she probably was as well. <laughs> yeah. But she oh, ended who up... Mary? What about me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she she ended up marrying another uh, younger physics professor afterwards, which is no, no. Of... She had an affair with him. This oh, well, that's Paul Lang, Paul Lang, 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 Lang yeah, 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 yeah. And and they the so th- it was a massive scandal, and the press ripped into yeah her. Yeah, said she was. Uh, I think she. A foreign Jewish home wrecker because oh, the thing he she's, was married, right, yeah, right. yeah, and and she um she was Polish, and that was another that's why it's called oh, Polonium, in fact, yeah, yeah, named after Poland, um, and then she so all of this was happening, and the the Nobel Prize ceremony, second Nobel Prize ceremony, is coming up, and she was told she shouldn't she shouldn't attend because it'd be inappropriate for the the King of Sweden to to shake hands with an adulteress. Uh, and Marie Curie said, sure, and went anyway. <laughs> and I fucking love that. <laughs> Have that. That's massive. I mean, you it's nothing to do with science. Prick. But it's yeah. massively but it's in a big. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it, it, it's it, sort of, you know, that's the kind of gutsy move that wins wins a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I it's oh. almost impossible to conceive of a, a, of a world where Einstein doesn't get through to the semi-finals. Yeah. But I think that might be where we're. I just one of the one of the really difficult things, I, in a way, is that that Einstein. I mean, he was an amazing guy, amazing scientist. He was really nice. So he wrote a letter of support to Marie Curie when she was being like hounded. Yeah, because it's all sort of contemporaneous. This stuff. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And, uh, early twentieth century. And he was a yeah. big, big fan of her work. Mm. And she was there when they had like these big scientific meetings. She was there, but at the same time, he was he was sort of. Um, well, he, he was a bit of a. I don't want to say. I don't want to say Lothario. He he was still married to his wife when he was having an affair with some other woman, and and then he made a pass at that woman's daughter, and the and daughter told the mother, and they confronted him, and he said, "Well, you know, you choose which which of which of you gets to marry me after I've divorced Mileva, my wife," which is sort of like it's a bit of a dick move. And he's not getting raked over in the press. He's not getting married. Like no, no, exactly. He's getting away with all of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had a he had a child who had uh, mental health issues, uh, who he just put away in a in an mm. institution for the rest mm. of his life. Mm. Um, he, he all, can, I, can I just say, can I just say that I this don't want this to get into a character thing too much. I know no. it, I know it is a bit of a factor. I think I'm just gonna. I've just realised I've missed out something quite significant about Marie Curie that is purely science-based. Okay, and, it, and, 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 I, and I think this is one of those monumental discoveries, revelations. So before her, people thought that the atom was just sort of either like inert Certainly, it's indivisible. It was just like, or, or, or solid. Uh, it was just lump. like a lump. Yeah, an atom is just a lump. So you've got the, you know, sort of building blocks, and they're just these these lumps. And it was Marie Curie who said, "No, something is happening inside the atom itself. It it must have constituent that, parts." That's big, isn't it? That, that is, to, and she um, had like evidence for. I mean, yeah, it wasn't yeah, just yeah, an yeah, idea. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that, yeah, yeah, that's when she was when she was looking at. But it's actually through the observations of radium and and uh, and and the, the the radioactivity, 
that's what oh. made her realize that and that is that's colossal isn't it and, and also, i know relativity didn't, didn't she colossal, go and work but... in like in the first world war didn't she go and help treat patients yes she did yeah. i mean i'm not not, yeah. not that science but she you know she applied her you know scientific knowledge and understanding to help yeah. people and to improve medicine mm-hmm. so she's sort of oh, she's great she is great isn't she i'm cars on a table i'd like i'd like to put curie through <laughs> Over Einstein. <laughs> that's, that's outrageous. <laughs> I, it is. I'm trying to think why I shouldn't. I mean, Einstein is so... Einstein changed our conception of the whole universe, right? Mm. <laughs> Not that that helped Henrietta leave it. No. Uh, other people would have done Einstein's work, but he did it. I mean, he, he did it amazingly. <sighs> yeah, well, I, I mean, and, you sort of said that about anyone, maybe. Yeah, so yeah, that's I'm not true. Sure that's that's a, true. Um, argument against. Is it is it a penalties situation or are we just putting Marie Curie through? Because I'm not against that. I think there'll be some complaints. I do think there'll be some complaints, but I sort of would prefer it if she went through on penalties. Yeah. But I don't want her to be ruled out on the, penalties. The I don't even know how we operate penalties. I'm just <laughs> about sort of, else. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. a coin toss, but it, oh. we can't do this on a coin toss, can we? I don't think we can. I don't think we can. I think given the, the atomic structure. Is as also the shit that she had to put up with, and the stuff. Yeah, I think the the context of her achievements, and the fact that she's still the only person to have ever won two Nobel prizes. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, that is huge. And and also, you know, Einstein was surrounded by clever people who worked with him and and fed into his stuff. I'm you know not, but in any way denigrating Einstein, but. I sort of feel I like mean, you know. I, I think he had a lot know, of privilege in a sense. But Pierre Curie and and uh, Becquerel, like she was working yeah, okay. with smart yeah, people yeah, as well. Yeah. I, w- I, w- I, I think put she's going to sneak I w- it. I, I want to put her through. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to go with you. Bye bye, Albie. Oh, you didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> well, 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 well. I think there are people in this in the drawer that Einstein would have walked over, but she is not one of them. Yeah, so we've got, well, we've set up a decent semi-final. Newton against Marie Curie. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay, right. I think this this next quarterfinal, I suspect, I could be wrong, I think it's going to be quite quick. It's Lynn Margulis against Archimedes. So Margulis basically showed us how complex life arose, like eukaryotic life, complex cells, bacteria are basically enslaved, or it's a sort of you know mutually beneficial relationship gave us mitochondria, the energy-producing centres in the cell, sort of it. Yeah. Worked. She, um, I mean, it, it, it's it, amazing a huge, work. brilliant contribution. Mm. She fought for it against, you know, all the people who said it was nonsense. She just stood her ground. She was a great person. I think the problem is that Archimedes, in the 3rd century BC, basically did everything. Yeah. Um, t- turned his turned his hand and his eye to all sorts, made massive contributions in all in in. Well, I mean, you could argue invented fields, you know. Yeah, yeah. Invented yeah. mechanics, invented hydrostatics. Um, yeah, he basically ma- formalized the, all the knowledge about ye- how the physical world works. Yeah, it, really. yeah, yeah. And 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 really applied it as well. Yeah, so yeah. he was he was someone who. 
would figure out the maths and then figure out how we could use that in in the real world, applying you know the the law of levers and and, and stuff like that. I mean, he was he, a competent all rounder, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he actually he sort of did it both ways, which is a is a subtle thing, but he'd sort of apply stuff that he could see in the physical world to try and solve pure maths problems and vice versa. Yeah, that I'm a sort of sucker for that. Yeah, um, he, you know. I just don't think Margulis can stand up against. I don't. Him. I don't think so. I mean, he he directly inspired you know people like Galileo and Newton yeah yeah to to look at the sort of the mathematics of motion yeah um and uh, you just can't, you you can't the the volume the volume of of work that this guy was producing yeah. you'll get is, no argument from me yeah he's he, he, he's 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 through sorry Lynn. he's through well done Archimedes all right let's take a quick break we'll be back after this selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I feel like we've got a similarly yeah, kind of one-sided yeah. competition here. Charles Darwin versus Vera Rubin. Mm. And... Uh, I, yeah. Shall I? I mean, Vera Rubin. Vera Rubin gave us the data that showed us that you know a massive amount, like ninety percent of what we thought of as matter in the universe, is not matter that we can engage with, understand, see, find, locate. You know, it's just like it's not in any form that we can get our hands on. Can't do experiments with it. We've tried to find it. We've been looking for it for well, for at least fifty odd years. In, in very serious ways. like It's a really big effort in science and we just can't find it. She was the one that gave us the data that made it like absolutely concretely clear that we have mm -hmm. to try and find this and solve this puzzle. Yeah, and put a number on it. So it's yeah, about 90% yeah. of was, the universe is missing. She was incredible. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And she was really nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I'm clutching at straws. Yeah, because what 
what Darwin did. And Darwin really, he just did one thing. He's not like a he's not like a jack of all trades like an Archimedes. No. But the one thing that he did uh is extraordinary. He he came up with an explanation of how we got where we are. Like everything in the natural world that you look at, you're like, well, how's how have we ended up here? He 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 came up with the with with the theory. Can I just And it's so uh what about Alfred Russell Wallace, who was sort of on the same track, just didn't publish anywhere near fast enough? Yeah. Is that but, fair? I just think the fact that he didn't... And they didn't talk, did they? I don't think. No. So... I mean, Darwin, it, it, Darwin, a, yeah. It's, it, it, it's a bit like the sort of Leibniz-Newton thing, yeah, yeah. really, that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Wallace is probably is a bit unlucky. Yeah. But that's just the way it's worked see, out. And, Leibniz and, has got his biscuits, but what has yeah. Wallace got? <laughs> uh, yeah, like and and it's and it was such a revelatory theory, and and totally against the the sort of religious um, beliefs of the, of the time, against his own religious beliefs, um, and uh, you know it, it's it's. It's up there with the most famous sort of scientific concept ever. Yeah. It's incredibly powerful. Explains everything. Fine. It, yeah, game over. Yeah. Darwin's yeah. through. Darwin's through. Meaning, we've got our semi-finals. All right. And they're good. Okay. <laughs> I'm not disappointed in and the lineup. We won't need to go through too much of the detail now. No, no, I think it's, it's just... It's, a, it's, it's almost going to be a gut reaction, isn't it? It's going to have to be. So first semi-final, Isaac Newton against Marie Curie. So where I am on this is probably uh, Marie Curie still. Really? Yeah, I think so. Um, and and I'm and I'm, I'm really going on. I'm really going on on sort of time period and sort of uh, environment and advantages, like you know. Newton's just sort of hanging out at Cambridge, chatting to all his all his clever mates, and well, it's sort actually of fairly not chatting sort to them of because he uh, hated them all. Yeah, but he's communicating with them. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, he's falling out with a lot. Of them. Yeah, yeah, he's falling yeah. out with uh, Hook, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and 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 Curie is Curie is fighting constantly against being a woman, being a foreign woman in France at that time, not getting given the credit, fighting for the credit, being told she can't go and get a Nobel Prize, and still going. And I'm just like. What a, what an inspirational! Like I find, okay, this is it. I find Marie Curie much more inspirational than Isaac Newton. Yeah, okay, I give you that, but I still think you know we're talking about who's the best not, scientist. I know we're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. And know. and Isaac Newton's wide ranging achievements, like gravitation, he sort of sets up the whole of science for the next sort of couple of hundred years until mm -hmm. Einstein comes along, basically, mm -hmm. and it tells us how everything works. Sets up the laws of motion. I mean, he's sort of basically worked out how the planets move and and why they move in the way they do universal law of gravitation is just an incredibly yeah. visionary thing um and then you know and he does things in chemistry and he does things in in optics and he's he's sort of more broad than yeah 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 the marie curie who's yeah, quite focused on you know just her radiation stuff just her radiation <laughs> stuff we're saying are we <laughs> she's only got the radiation gear she, it, it, well, I kind of feel like that's true like she's that's her thing and I know she doesn't have access to 
everything that Newton kind of had access to in terms of wide-ranging ideas, mm. um, uh, more open goals in, yeah. in Newton's time. Yeah. Newton was also a complete bell end. Mm. Um, sort of, you know... Uh, what, about, what about this? Everything that Marie Curie said about radioactivity and atomic structure is true. Newton's laws are have limitations. They've oh, been they've been they, they've been I know I know it I know it's harsh. That's I know really it's harsh, underhand. but they do. Yeah, but only but Einstein's of... come along and said, well, <laughs> let me tell you what's actually happening. Yeah. I think that's really You dozy fuck Newton. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't think he had access to the kind of things that would no. you know, the observations and the kind of, of course technology that would allow that. But you take my point. I, I know he's working do. 250 years earlier, but... I sort of do. I just, I can't in all good conscience say that Marie Curie is a better scientist than Isaac Newton. Are we going to penalties? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna toss a coin there. I don't, and that doesn't feel right. It doesn't. Oh, but it that's. Does, uh, yeah, I mean, it's arbitrary at this point, isn't it? It, it is. We've we've got four sensational All scientists. Right. Uh, heads, Curie wins. It's a head. Yes. <laughs> Have that, Isaac. Leave that Isaac Newton is out. Uh, also, the rear, the the heartbreaking thing for Newton is he would have been able to describe the motion of that coin perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our first finalist. Oh it's Marie Curie. God. Right, next. Archimedes against Darwin. <sighs> now, this is a classic. Are you going breadth of achievement and insight, or are you going single exceptional contribution? Because D Darwin's contribution, single contribution, is much greater than any of... Archimedes' individual ones. Yes. I don't, I don't think there's any argument yeah. there. And actually, I mean, uh, at this point, we're not arguing for one or the other, really. We're just trying to trying to make sense of this. I don't think there's much of a competition here, to be honest. I think what Darwin did, and, and this is about who's the best scientist, right? Yeah. What Darwin did was undoubtedly exceptional, brilliant, world-changing science that still is being explored and still is being worked on. What Archimedes did, and that, and I want to kind of invoke something that's maybe a bit underhand here, but like how reliable are all the reports of like what Archimedes did, and maybe he got it from other people, or stuff was attributed to him. Like yeah, the Archimedes yeah, yeah, screw, yeah. the Archimedes yeah. screw, that thing that pulls yeah, water yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's pump. probably not Archimedes. Mm. People say so. So we might have attributed more to Archimedes than he actually did, and 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 I, and I do think you have that argument that there was just a lot of there was a lot of stuff available lot, yeah, to sort yeah. of work out yeah and we just haven't heard about other people who worked out stuff in the same way no so so i'm sort of i'm quite strongly on darwin's side on this one i think i think i probably am as well in um, terms of just being a great scientist who does amazing science mm. and changes the way we view everything also th there's something nice about and i know this is true of archimedes as well but doing it all through observation and yeah. you're sort of out and you're, you're out on your boat and you're doing something else and the whole time you're just making your little notes in your book yeah, and, you're, yeah. and you're thinking, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These finches, now then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, it's, it's a very sort of, it's like the perfect sort of scientific example, yeah. isn't it? Scientific endeavour. Yeah. 
and also he was a good guy, right? He, he, he you know, yeah. worked against slavery. He sort of condemned slavery publicly, you know, when, uh, when it was a really unfashionable thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was worried about how his work would impact on his wife's beliefs. You know, he, he just, he was considerate. He had those days, there was, um, there was a quote from him, wasn't there? Where he, he woke up, he said, oh, I just feel rubbish and stupid and idiotic today. Uh, you know, it's relatable. Oh, he's so relatable. Yeah. Love him to bits. But, you know, bottom line, the science is world changing. It was extremely painstakingly done. You know, he does all these like little investigations into, you know, earthworms. And he's, he's so curious about the world. Yeah. And that's his kind of only motivation. He's not after any sort of positions or anything like that. And then he goes on after the origin of species, he goes on to do interesting observational work and, and write stuff about psychology and about how certain attributes of human behavior evolved as well. So, mm. so he, he's just, he's just curious about the world and in a way that we don't know really what motivated Archimedes. Archimedes was kind of paid to, to get a job done in some respects. And you suspect that Archimedes was curious about the world to be yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Look at I might have overstated my, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think, um, I, I think, think Darwin. I, I, I think I'm with you. I think Darwin has. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just it's probably the the theory that I have that I personally have derived most pleasure from in yeah. terms of thinking about it yeah. and thinking about how we how we got where yeah. we are and, yeah. and where we're going. And, and it makes and all such of that. easy sense, doesn't it? It's like yeah, you can tell people yeah, about yeah. it. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Whereas, you know, going Einstein. back to poor old Einstein, you're sort of talking about relativity. Yeah, People are like, what the fuck work, are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, it is artwork. Whereas Darwin, accessible, <laughs> beautiful. Relatable. Yeah. Okay, Darwin's through. Unlucky, very unlucky Archimedes. Um, he had a good run. A really good run. Uh, and our final in our World Cup of Science, Marie Curie taking on Charles Darwin. Oh. At this point, there are, there are no losers at this point, surely. But well, we, I, I think everything we just said about Darwin, yeah, yeah, still wins out over. I mean, Marie Curie did excellent work, inspired a great Ladybird book, <laughs> but she's not, she's not Charles Darwin. Yeah, I don't think both I've... lovely people. Yeah, no character issues at all, as far as I'm aware. No, no. It does feel like it's going to Darwin, doesn't it? It does. I mean, Marie Curie also inspired that terrible film with Rosamund Pike. Oh, I hated that film, actually. Yeah. That's not her fault. It's not it her was fault, a, no. It was a bad film, though. Yeah, feels like, feels like we're going to Darwin. I feel like Darwin's it? won it. And if you'd said to me, at the start, when we, when we began our World Cup of Science, Darwin's going to win, I wouldn't have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? You wouldn't. Like if, if, no, I think you, I would. You, you, I'm genuinely. Really? Just the process of us talking this through, I, I genuinely thought it would be Einstein or Newton. I, th- I thought mm, I thought maybe Archimedes might, might get in there. No. I never, never but thought my, you had my, my point is, I'm, I'm very, I'd be very, very happy to say that the greatest scientist of all time was Charles Darwin. Yeah. I'm also very happy to say that the inventor of hydrostatics doesn't have depth. God, <laughs> painful. Really, really yeah, painful. yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, uh, yeah. See, I, this is this whole process has actually sort of crystallised in me that kind of sense of what is good science and what is a good scientist and 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 what is should it be inspirational? Tr- uh, uh, yes, yes. And I think what it is should truly significant. 
yeah. what has advanced our understanding of the world. Yeah. Which is, which is all science is. And I sort of feel a bit like that should be what current scientists are aiming for now, mm. rather than just, you know, doing a job and going home at the end of the day. I don't know if that's really unfair, but it sort of feels like... I'm mean, Not everyone can be a Darwin, obviously. No, I like to no. think that, that the attitude going into, into work when you're a scientist is still the same attitude of, like, I'm really curious about how the world works. I hope that's true. Do, do you buy the idea? We sort of covered it uh, like quite a lot, that it's getting harder and harder to do anything sort of mind-blowing yeah absolutely because we're sort of narrowing yeah. everything down like we know so much about or is that just an illusion a sort of sort no, of a, 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 like a the open goals are not there anymore right I, mm. I think that's clear the other thing that we've done with this series which is awful in some ways is to is the lone genius myth right that, that you know all great science is is done by a lone genius yeah, no, of and it's not isn't true. it's not yeah, true yeah. in yeah. any way shape yeah. or form but these people who Darwin's not a million miles off, actually. No, if you're going to no. look for one, yeah. And and Einstein gets portrayed as a kind of lone iconic genius, but actually surrounded himself with people who would really help and, and shape his mm. ideas and his mm -hmm. work. And and obviously, as you said, Marie Curie had Becquerel and her husband and and her daughter as well, who also won a Nobel Prize, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is not bad I mean, work, is it? Probably should have cited that as smart family. <laughs> does that count as like you know in her favour? A daughter won a prize. I mean, she's done something right parenting wise, hasn't she? Yeah, but how would you sort of explain the intelligence that a daughter has? Well, probably using Darwinian using theory. Using Darwinian theory. Yeah. Yeah. So there he goes. So he trumps. He does. Yeah. He does. Well done, Charles Darwin. You are the greatest scientist of all time. What a journey! What a journey, wasn't it? I really liked it. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Let me think about what I value. <laughs> and basically, that's Charles Darwin. Yeah. I'm going to go and learn more about him because I don't know enough. I know that. Given my... Um, I've read a couple of good... There's some really good biographies of him, actually. Okay. Um, I... There's uh, a slight inevitability, given that I will always uh, bring everything back to animals at some point that Darwin has won it. <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> but not one single mention of the octopus. <laughs> ah, okay, we'll have to go back. Eureka is a stack production presented by Dr. Michael Brooks and Rick Edwards. The production team is Temi Adebayo, Katie Baxter, Luke Moore and Charlie Morgan. Sound designed by Katie Baxter. Please subscribe and rate wherever you listen to your podcast. It does make a massive difference. We also really love hearing from you guys. So if you have any burning questions you want us to answer, drop us an email at eureka at stack.london or you can find us, as always, on Twitter at EurekaPod. Eureka is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.